0: Following content is completely AI generated. We're not even here. Start the show. Oh. true it's all it, it's all phoned in through, a, through an app it's a, this an ai generated app i this isn't even oz it's hal you're welcome or wally or something
1: this is the results of many years of research development that i initially started in my bedroom as a college freshman <laughs> majoring in computer science i just want to say that the research has proven successful
0: and um You're cordially invited on Patreon uh, after the show um, to come to my uh, dominating the internet and later the universe party. Um, So just get it out of the way and bow now before your robot overlords. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions, while black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I'm your boy Oz. I'm Jeremiah. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back. Um,
1: Hydrated and sober.
0: Hydrated and sober (laughs) this time. Ladies and gentlemen, the fluent one. uh, Go ahead and clap for him, white people.
1: It's the golf clap. Good job.
0: Good job. Good job. job. He is, we are are both hydrating, so he's not going to be tanked like he was last time. <laughs> it's been so long since we actually put somebody down for the count. <laughs> Man. Um that
1: was a good show though.
0: That was a good show. I, I we've had a good we in um we were talking about it. on. shout out to everybody that came to uh, all our patrons that came to Friday night reup. Um I did we did I did get opinions about um the all the guest hosting. Um and so far everyone really enjoys the guest host. Everybody enjoys how different everybody is. Um we gotta get Kanji in on this next time.
1: Yeah. She's she's in New Orleans right now though. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that she's away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But eventually down the road, we gotta get her we gotta get her in on this. Um I think she'd be an amazing guest host. Um, shout out to the new listeners. Uh, what the fuck are y'all doing here? What the fuck are y'all doing here at this point? They heard the hype. It is just, I, they must have.
1: They heard the hype. They, they got to figure out what it's about.
0: They what? must have, because it's completely gone off the rails at this point. You never, <laughs> you don't know who's going to show up with me anymore. You don't know. Let's see. Um, what was it last week? Uh, Lala speaks. Um, now the now the patrons uh, in the Discord crew are saying him little, no, no, oh, it's I love it, I love it. Um, yeah, I told her she doesn't start doing him little t shirts. I will. <laughs> uh, little, I'll buy one. Little people need love too. Um, shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the last times, the long times. Uh, shout out to everybody on SoundCloud, Google, iHeart. Spotify, uh, anywhere, uh, quality content is disseminated. Shout out to everyone on Patreon. Uh, much appreciated. Another, another good month in, in, another good month in the, in the can. Um, merch. Uh, it's as I'm f- still figuring out some aspects of Patreon, um, those of you that, are, that have officially qualified whatever month it is, have qualified for merch, the merch is going to start rolling out this month and going into 2023. Nice. So everybody's not going to get their merch at the same time, but um, at the top of each month, there will be a new rollout for uh, whatever merch that you are due. So if you have not previously done so, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a, I'm gonna do a post in Patreon for this. Make sure your um, your address is correct. Um, there should be an option. There should Patreon should have asked you for your address by now. Make sure all that information is correct. Make sure that information is there. I saw I I don't know you guys by I don't know by name. Some of y'all don't have your your address information there. Make sure all that's correct so we can get you the merch um, that you are due.
1: So what you're saying is I should join the Patreon too so I can what you I'm saying qualify is you should, for this merch.
0: What I'm saying is you should absolutely join the Patreon mm-hmm. so you can qualify for merch. All tiers are under $10 so far. All tiers so far are under $10 you have a five you have a five dollar and an eight dollar. Actually, we have a one dollar, which is basically the tip jar. You can donate a dollar a month and that helps.
1: Absolutely.
0: You can donate one dollar. If you have one dollar a month to spare, you can do that. If you have five dollars to spare, that's even better. If you have eight dollars to spare, we love and adore you, and you will not be lonely. I see I see here that most of my that the majority of patrons have chipped in eight dollars. So air horns for that. Nice. Um giving out flowers this this week while people are here. Flowers go to Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas. Oh man. For burying the fucking hatchet.
1: That was nice. That was beautiful.
0: That was beautiful, man. If you don't know what we're talking about, <clears throat> Isaiah Thomas and a lot of like a lot of that era of basketball, it revolves around rivalries and old shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, not unlike real life, but Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas sat down and buried the hatchet after, like, 30 years. Um, Isaiah Thomas <sighs> – where do I start here? Basically, Isaiah Thomas – Start with the Olympics? Uh, yes. There was a consorted effort on the part of many of those dream team athletes mm-hmm. to keep Isaiah Thomas
1: off the dream team,
0: off the Olympic, the U.S. Olympic basketball dream team. Um, largely, we don't know this for sure, and we don't know this for sure on paper. And Randall, <laughs> Randall will have a fit when he hears this mostly because of Michael Jordan.
1: That that's the going rumor.
0: That's yeah. the that's the that's the prevailing theory. Michael Jordan put a bug in people's ear to keep Isaiah jo- Isaiah Thomas out of the running um and he they've had it out for each other ever since. Um well they had it out for each other before that cuz there was a time that Chicago and Detroit, Detroit. Just they
1: was beating each other up. Did on the court. not fuck with each other
0: the long way.
1: They was beating each other up on court. It was
0: definitely a different day. Um, and it's good. It's just for me, it's good to see black men displaying emotional intelligence, displaying self awareness,
1: compassion for each other,
0: compassion for each other as human beings to bury the fucking hatchet. And move on because life is short. Um, life is life expectancy is exceptionally short for a black man, um, and tomorrow really just isn't promised. And it took them long enough to figure it out, but they figured it out just the same. They hugged it out. It was very emotional. I'm very happy for them. Indeed, man. Because we will never get the same energy from Michael Jordan. We won't. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> nah. Sorry, guys. Um, Mike's
1: just gonna be like, got my medal. Mm.
0: If you ask me, Mike is out. He- Mike is out here still hammering out old rivalries. Cause did you see? Cause you know, for a while, Scottie Pippen got to talking shit. Oh yeah. About how he was about how he was uh, characterized in that documentary. And he really had it out for Mike. And he apparently said some unfavorable things in his
1: book. All I know. I forgot what he said. I just remember he was trying to promote that book. He was, oh, he was trying hard to promote that book.
0: All I know now is that Michael Jordan's son is fucking Larsa Pippen. Wait, wait what? Oh, you didn't hear about that? <sighs> Michael Jordan's Son is out and about, very publicly with Larsa Pippen.
1: You know, I think embarrassing I think it, Scotty again. I think at some point, <laughs> you just got to let things go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, oh I don't know. man, if you I know the rivalry
0: have, is bad when you pipping your son out.
1: If I were to ever have children. I'm not letting my my child go and entertain either friends or ops type children. I just know this is the most this is the most frenemy is. shit I have
0: ever heard of, bro. <laughs> and it only it only hammers it home further. Mm-mm. It only hammers it home further how how important and how how big it is that magic and Isaiah buried this shit.
1: You you think Michael and... Well,
0: Isaiah, I I (laughs) highly doubt Isaiah Thomas. If Isaiah Thomas has a son, I highly doubt they're out here after Magic Johnson's son.
1: Okay, that's a different story. I highly doubt it. What I mean is, though, you think that Michael would actually hug it out with anybody? No. Hell no.
0: Anybody? No. Absolutely not. Not ever. He we just have to like as it, it, people that grew up idolizing Mike and knowing the, we just have to come to we just have to come face to face with the facts that Michael Jordan's not a good person.
1: Look, if Michael thinks you didn't idolize him, he'd take that personally. <laughs> he <laughs> he just that's a high ego, bro.
0: That is a that is a thin skin. I swear, he's like. He really he has the thinnest skin in sports. He really
1: is like The Mark Wahlberg. I would not say he's the thinnest skin in sports. No, KD might be one of the thinnest skins in you sports. You think so? Bro, KD be making fake accounts just to respond oh. and boost himself up on Twitter.
0: I I didn't know that was true. I heard that <laughs> that was a rumor when I heard it, but that that's happening? That's happened? And Jesus that's happened. Christ.
1: I think it still happens like you can't you can't criticize KD, KD without him talking about on Twitter talking about I am a god at ba- basketball. What are you doing? Just a media personality.
0: Oh man!
1: Like okay, God.
0: KD man, you got you got to learn from our from our past greats, man. That shit does not age well. And certainly don't age well in the age of social media. The internet is not written in pencil.
1: It doesn't age well when you're getting swept out of the first round. Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) You ain't lying. Um, But, yeah. So, uh, air horns to Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas. (laughs) Um, Humans ain't shit. This week's Humans Ain't Shit. I really want y'all. Going, I know Halloween Halloween. I know Thanksgiving's over. Going into next year, honestly, going into Christmas. I'm with it. I really want y'all to give real consideration. There are some conversations that we as a culture and a community have time and again. And this year, just just in the next year leading up to the next holiday season. We can even talk about Christmas. I really want y'all to give consideration to shutting the fuck up and leaving people the fuck alone about Thanksgiving leftovers. Fam. I'm
1: going to finish my mac and cheese today.
0: Stop telling people to throw food away if it's not necessary. Fam, we we have modern technology. We have freezers. hmm We have some ram wrap.
1: And, and the little airtight uh, um, we have
0: airtight containers.
1: Those are those come in handy, the little restaurant ones.
0: Yes. This is why third world countries hate us. This is why. We throw away things that they would they would beg for. Fam. And you can tell the niggas on, on, on social media have never been poor. I... Fam, nobody just had nobody just has food out for no reason at all for four days straight.
1: They don't. They don't. Yeah, that's true.
0: They he- put the food up, they put it in the fucking fridge, put it, freeze it. Freeze it.
1: Yeah, if it's a lot, freeze it. But if you like me, Everybody, I don't get tired of eating the same meal when it's good. So I'm about I'll to. Mac, I'll eat mac and cheese <laughs> any day of the fucking week, bro. Put the mac and cheese with the breakfast. I got the mac and cheese with my lunch. I got mac and cheese with the dinner.
0: Y'all are you know so disappointing.
1: Y'all are so. America
0: probably leads the rest of the world in food waste.
1: You know what else helps? Food that talk? ain't. What, what else? What else helps? Cook food that you like instead of making Thanksgiving food every time. Because my my be going son. My family s- started switching over. For that like one, we don't like turkey like that, so right. we stopped right. cooking sure. whole turkey. If anything, my mom might grab like a, a turkey leg and throw that in the greens. Oh, our turkeys. Are, that's that's all she going to use. Our turkeys are done in like <laughs> two days. We we cook salmon. You know what ooh, I'm saying? Ooh. Like or we might do like a, a Cornish hen or something, or something that's small and manageable. So what ends up happening is it's small portions. It's that's good. Fair. Yeah. And it's what I would normally eat anyway. It's just we doing it in the presence of family. Right. That's the main that's aspect fair. Correct. is also just correct. enjoying family. Right. Plus some food. We don't even do no political type conversation. So it's always an enjoyable conversation at, at my house. So Clap, white people. (laughs) Yes, give me the golf clap. There you go.
0: There you go. I just want people to consider, one of the things about social media is that it brings together people of a lot of different walks of life, different classes, different economic backgrounds. Mm. And
1: different expectations.
0: It's all normal. Correct. And so I just want you all to consider once in a while, that when you come from different when you come from different economic backgrounds, that there are some people that have that don't have as much, um, that grew up not having as much, and are just better trained and be, and, and better acclimated um, to utilize food, to utilize all the food. Part of the thing about being poor is you don't get to you don't get to let food go bad. Mm. You don't. It don't last long enough for you to
1: spend. Food prices going up. I paid six dollars and fifty cents for twelve eggs. What the fuck? Were they dinosaur eggs, my nigga? <laughs> no, they were brown, but it was the only brown eggs that they had.
2: And what, was the reason? what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Look, I I thought I was going to get more food that day. If I'm that, I thought, <laughs> when you come
0: home and you realize you didn't have the amount of bags you thought you were going to come home with, if they start charging me $6 for eggs, I'm just going to resort to robbing niggas. I am. I'm I, I, there. I said it.
1: Look, it, it's made me start appreciating breakfast now because every time I make a breakfast, I'm not just scarfing it down so I can have calories for the day. I'm like, okay, remember, this is a dollar in eggs you're about to consume. Fam. Let me make sure it's cooked right. i has got wor- the right amount of fluff to the egg. Oh, it's worse <laughs> than that. Everybody talking
0: about finessing and finessing for paying bills. Oh, the standard, the bar, the bar is about to be low. Niggas is gonna be y'all gonna be out here sucking dick for groceries. I yeah, I said it. Milk and eggs. Milk and eggs, but milk. Oh, milk then went up so fucking. Milk and orange juice. I am so upset oh, about orange juice too. I am so upset about orange juice. I am. I. It used to be. I said this before. It used to be that Mondays were the real drag, and going to um, going to work on Mondays was the drag. No, the new drag is going to the grocery store. Mm. Everybody in there looks like it's a fucking funeral march. <laughs> I shit you not. I, I it's niggas I know with, niggas I know with good money, hot in the in the grocery store about groceries.
1: This is when you close your eyes. Chicken costs how much? When the when the total comes, you just tell the registered person like, don't even tell me. Just let me know when to swipe.
0: That's why. The, that's why all the crabs disappear because they know their worth.
1: <laughs> they know their worth.
0: Yesterday's price is not today's price, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> shit. But all that to say, the economy is entirely too bad. There's entirely too many people below the poverty line. There's entirely too many people below the poverty line pretending that they're not. For y'all to be shaming people about not throwing away Thanksgiving leftovers. Stop telling people to waste food. Fuck you.
1: Let them eat it on their own dime.
0: I'm just saying, freeze that shit perfectly good dirty rice y'all talking about throwing it away freeze that shit perfectly good mac and cheese freeze that shit although i don't know how much mac and cheese gonna slap after it's been frozen and thawed out might as well just finish the mac and
1: cheese i just eat it
0: Yeah, yeah yeah but perfectly good perfectly good meat perfect meat is entirely too
1: expensive dog Meets up that too.
0: So. I paid a ridiculous amount for a pound of for just a pound of ham for lunch meat to make sandwiches, my
1: nigga. Well, it's probably like up around twelve dollars. Yeah,
0: man, it's it's a fucking shame. Uh, yeah, stop that shit. Stop that shit. Act like you've been somewhere.
1: I'm about to be vegetarian for the rest of the year, <laughs> nigga.
0: Who you telling? Uh, I tried to I tried to divest to imitation crab meat for my salads.
1: No, don't do that. It's not a slap.
0: It's uh, not a slap. Don't, don't do that. It's not a slap. It's not worth it. Um,
1: Imitation crab is just colored fish.
0: If that. Now, salmon, definitely up in my salmon intake, because salmon slaps no matter what.
1: Oh, yeah, all the time.
0: Slaps. Oh, man, so good. I'm, I had a wonderful honey garlic salmon dish uh, just recently. Uh, I might give up that recipe later um,
1: on the Patreon. Probably on
0: Patreon. Uh, song of the week. Actually, I don't have a song of the week lined up, but we're gonna find one. Um, it's ne- it's never hard for me to find good music to play for y'all. Uh, so I'm just gonna go through my little list here. If Spotify will cooperate. There we go. There
1: we go. You published your Spotify Wrapped.
0: I did, I did. Yeah. Um, oh, it, by the way, speaking of Spotify Wrapped, before we do song of the week, shout out to Apple's dick riding ass. Hey, w'e in there, It Did I just did I did I see
1: correctly where Apple where Apple Music did a Wrapped? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not Wrapped. It's different. It's called. Replay. It's a wrapped Replay. <laughs> it's so fucking rap. Where you can see your top five playlist that you played through for the year. Ain't fooling no you, fucking body. You can see body. your top five artists that you've played, your top five albums, uh, and the top five stations Ooh. that you have streamed from. So it's a little different than wrapped. It's also on a... Very, very clunky website that you can't even access from within the app. <laughs> you have to go to the app, well, they click a link, up. and then log in. <laughs> it's they fucking up. It's so they bad. fucking
0: up. What is going on over there, Apple? What is happening?
1: They got tired of them Squidward memes talking about uh Apple users looking left out <laughs> when the raps <Raptor> right. drops. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> And they're looking even more left out now with that wax shit they got going on over there. Um, oh, this is a good artist. Um, this is from Dixon. Uh, it's called Only One. Uh, he actually has a respectable little uh, album that he put out recently. Nice. Um, pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're gonna have a great show. We'll be back with more opinions while Black. Let's go. That was Only One by Dixon.
1: I like that, John. That's smooth. Very smooth. That, that's up my alley. I'm, I'm a smooth person. If you check out my my Apple replay yeah. for the year, yes. you will oh. see it's like all smooth. Oh, R&B, man. You
0: know. How the mighty have fallen. You know. Apple has been reduced to biting
1: off of Spotify. You have to conform sometimes. I mean, Apple's never been above biting that's literally their MO the the might the mouse was stolen from xerox ah you know what i'm saying it's it's about taking something that someone else does and then uh incorporating it as part of your feature set so they, they they'll innovate but they always innovate and and bite right They've, right fair enough
0: that's fair um yeah if you uh and 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 that and sometimes you do have to Humble yourself a little bit. Um, Like, for example, I was watching um, the finale of uh, Queen Sugar on OWN. And, by the way, by the way, air horns to Ava DuVernay for going out on top. Seven seasons of quality, wholesome, entertaining, black-ass television um, while... It, while still putting women directors, especially mm. women directors of color, putting them consistently putting them on and prioritizing them, and uh, opening doors for them, uh, people have gone from on there from production assistants to full fledged directors of very popular television shows that you probably know. Oh, wow. So, um, air horns to Ava for for everything, all the work she's done on Queen Sugar. Um, wonderful, wonderful job. So I was watching Queen Sugar on OWN, and I was watching a commercial because it, it, um, they were, and so they were promoting. First of all, I didn't know this. Insecure mm-hmm. is coming to OWN. What does, what does that mean? Uh, insecure. They're like insecure. Apparently. Made enough episodes that they're in sh- that they qualify for syndication, and that they're just going to be. Now nah, it's over. They're just, they're going to be playing those on own apparently. Okay. So, one cool. Two, I would have never have taken Oprah. To put something like Insecure. On own because oh like it feels very Oprahish. Yeah, see, here's the problem.
1: <laughs> I'm joking. I have no idea. Oprah, <laughs>
0: because Oprah started on with the with the idea of it being kind of more up, more premier, upper class, not upper class, but just more wholesome mm. um, television that was not necessarily, uh, you know, very historically. She took a long time to. She wasn't really down with hip hop. She wasn't really down with rappers. She wasn't really down with a like ratchet type shit. And I've noticed that own has very much over the past probably five or t- five years or so seen Oprah coming more down off of her high horse. Like I saw, her, like I saw her interviewing um, Quinta, Abbott oh, yeah. Elementary, Quinta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I and. And I've seen I've seen the reality TV get on own? yes nah hell yeah they got ready for love they did where they filmed you, a couple times you in know Houston. what you're right I forgot they got love and it. marriage
1: yeah I remember ready to love
0: and the ready to love I watched some of the Houston season when they were starting that shit
2: mm-hmm.
0: it has gotten progressively a little more dramatic and ratchet. Love and marriage love and marriage Huntsville they stay in the ratchet blogs with all the shit Martels going through
1: Huntsville Alabama.
0: I believe it's Huntsville, Texas. I don't watch the show, but i, I always I always see them making the blogs and now insecure now Issa isn't neces isn't necessarily what I would call ratchet, but as it, someone it who's a big fan of the show. There's a lot of fucking
1: Yeah, there is.
0: There's a lot of kind of taboo things that I wouldn't expect Oprah to touch on. Mm. Um there's a lot of saying the word nigga
1: which which you don't expect.
0: I would not see show. ever from Oprah. Yeah. I, so I see, you know, just like just like Apple has kind of had to come to the middle a little more. I see OWN has to come off their high horse a little more all the time. I just remembered we
1: were comparing this to Apple yeah. and Spotify. That,
0: this is true. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm I notice I just, I, did, I wanted to give that observation because I saw that this week, but also note that I, I see some of these companies coming further to the middle.
1: You know, I wish more people would come to the middle because this super extreme ideological, my identity is based on my preferences it's wild. <laughs>
0: well, it is, but we also have to uh, it is, but we also have to stop pretending that our I- identity and personality don't somewhat revolve around our preferences. We have to we have to stop acting like that.
1: I mean, you can have a preference, but just because me being a Mac user and an iPhone person in general Okay, Apple, no, okay,
0: I see what you mean. Doesn't yeah, mean that that's now fair. like
1: everyone else is beneath me or
0: I do hate that.
1: I mean, I hate green text messages, but I put up with well, it Well and,
0: and guess what See now Android is coming to the middle Now we have Google messages So you don't have to worry about that green bubble shit Right I can react to your shit I just want you to look at my silence See 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 he <laughs> just got <laughs> to talking that shit Now he's all hoity toity <laughs> the fuck i was very excited about google message um they have they have definitely upgraded where android is in terms of um text messaging um it's definitely more organized uh you can find all you know whatever link you dropped to something you can find them easier locations you can find them easier Nice. Um, Any files, like a video or or any media, you can find that in one place in a gallery. Easier. Um, You can respond. You can react to um, iMessage. Okay. Um, I think depending on what, how advanced your phone is, but yeah, you can react to iMessage. So
1: this only works on phones that haven't come out yet.
0: No, it works on my phone. I just I know it, it. Um, it it does cut down on a little bit of the group message shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, Google Messages is dope so far. Um, well, shout
1: out to coming to the middle then.
0: See, there you go, coming to the middle. You yeah, know, that's to the That's the name of this episode, coming to the middle. Um, air horns for that. Um, let's see what else. What did I have in the rundown? Um, oh, prayers up. We don't have an RIP, but we have prayers up. Prayers up for Nick Cannon.
1: What did Nick Cannon do? So didn't he just have another baby?
0: Yes, and another one is on the way.
1: The Twelve Tribes of Cannon.
0: (laughs) That is no, that is the name of this week's podcast. (laughs) The Twelve Tribes of Cannon. Oh shit. Um so goddamn. <laughs> um so Nick Cannon, it, as much as I as much as I dislike this person and I don't as much as I dislike every inch of content he has ever made with the exception of drumline. I was about to ask, you know, drumline was was fire. Drumline is a classic. Drumline is a classic. Um is, but as much as 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 hard as I usually am on Nick Cannon I don't want to see anything happen to the motherfucker He's been hospitalized recently oh, man. With uh, pneumonia People I'm not even going to do the black men thing Black people Rest Rest Sleep Drink fluids Rest you are not Superman. Nobody need in and, and and in this
1: day and age.
0: Maybe we need to be, but we're asking less of that from you.
1: Hey, look, even even Superman needs rest and recharging. Correct. Like don't don't. Let's not get it twisted. People think that just because Superman is vulnerable, no, he's only invulnerable because he rests. Correct. He recharges and he finds what that source is, and you got to find with your own person. Usually, sources. when he gets his ass whooped,
0: he takes a minute. You know, he takes a
1: minute to take in some sunlight, he's back at it. We all should take in some sunlight, which is a bit harder in these gray, bleak times. But
0: And, you know, I know it's harder for Nick Cannon to take in sunlight because he is, in fact, the Dark Lord Sauron. <laughs> but I do want to jokes aside, I, I don't want to see anything happen to this motherfucker uh, because then the eastern seaboard will be completely fatherless. Um,
1: They have Herschel Walker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Herschel Herschel Walker has to admit to it first. Um so yeah, uh prayers up for Nick Cannon. Get well soon. Um, but also fuck you. Um
1: got Pele too. Did you hear about that? What happened? Um he was just being transferred to uh uh home. Final care, like hospice care, I think, today. What? It was just all on the news uh, just a couple hours ago. No. Yeah, so they, they, they're they sending out, Shit, man. Um, I guess, pre-condolences for paleo. I hate paleo. when they do that.
0: Prayers up, man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Prayers yeah. up. I'm going to celebrate every inch of life you still have on this earth.
1: Absolutely. Wow, man. That's crazy. Absolute legend, too.
0: Yeah, man. Um. So... On to more lighter, well, slightly lighter fare. Jerry Jones and the racist photos. If you, if you, if you're if you are a sports fan, you've probably heard this news make the rounds by now. Um I know a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans, this is not news to them that this has come up before. Jerry Jones recently, there was um a set of photos shown from like 19 <laughs> 1960-something maybe, 1950-something.
1: Back during the segregated
0: days. Correct. When he was 14 years old, and they show him uh, outside of a school that was being integrated um, alongside uh, some of his peers um, at the front doors keeping attempting to keep black people that were integrating these schools out. Mm-hmm have made the rounds Jerry Jones has made some half-assed statement about it and um, there's been a lot of dis- discourse about you know oh the cancel culture the cancel culture whiners they want to show up and oh god do we have to dig up old things for um, and, and cancel people for old things that are out of their control and it was it was it was years ago and he's probably a different person now is he I a good person I would be able to accept that there has been, that there have been changes in a human being from when they were 14 years old I would be able to accept that for anybody but Jerry Jones and this is it, it, let's, it, <laughs> because because let's wait no because because let's look at it you can't tell you can't tell me. That people, you can't give me the people changed bullshit for somebody.
3: That's the definition who they were- of
0: puberty. No, no, no. And he said this shit, talking about I didn't know what was going on and I was just curious. You can't tell me that the same person who was keeping who who was actively keeping niggas out of a school when they were fourteen, who now was on the front lines of. Well, we ain't going to have none of that Colin Kaepernick shit on my team.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm, Correlation. Correlation. We have to
0: unpack that. And we're not going to, I mean, I'm not going to do it here because fuck Jerry Jones in general. But you can't be mad at people for unpacking that. You can't be mad at people seeing that one of these things is exactly like the other.
1: Yeah, when you, when you have when you have corresponding statements that show that your mindset is not too far off that initial vector, like, you can say when you were 14, you were just curious. And, cool. we, and Now, we, where'd that curiosity lead? Right. You wanted to know what was going on. Exactly. And now that you know what's going on, what did you do with that information? What and did you do with that responsibility in your success with life? And just like you can see that a lot of the
0: same people that marched with Dr. King... A lot of the same people that marched in civil civil rights movements keeping the same energy now. Most of the time you can see the people that were pushing back against that usually keeping the same energy. Mm. I'm just saying. And in this case, it's not a far cry to say that maybe not much has changed in that man's heart.
1: He just knows he can make He's money li- off of us now. He's
0: literally a, a a new level of plantation owner. Oh, absolutely. And you have to you definitely have to unpack that when you consider that this man how how long this man has thrived in an industry that is literally that's literally generating revenue off of the physical labor. Of a black, black largely black men.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. And in, in the occasional Troy Aikman.
0: I'm, right. And so, no, I'm not buying into this shit. Well, it was a long time ago. You can buy into that shit when it comes to changed behavior. And um, funny enough, LeBron James mm-hmm. stepped up. As a matter of let's see, maybe I have that. Uh, LeBron James stepped up in a uh, media conference in 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 a press conference, yeah, post game, and put a cap on everything, and and um, wanted to speak to people, um, wanted to speak to the press uh without without taking any questions.
1: Oh, I loved it because he asked the question and then made sure he that the media understood that it was rhetorical cuz there was that one man like He stopped him. <laughs> uh, 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 no, 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 no. No, no, no. I didn't want you to respond. You you had the opportunity <laughs> to to initiate. You've lost that opportunity. Now I'm going to let you know where you messed up. If he was tr-
0: if if he was trying to uh put a cap on the LeBron owns the NBA uh urban legend <laughs> he didn't do a good job um and also it also kind of lends itself to how stupid these press conferences tend to be absolutely and we don't need to know every thought that's in everyone's head. After every single basketball game, considering how many basketball games a season they play?
1: Uh, I would be cool with picking one team for one of the games and pick some people off of that.
0: Somebody's mad that they lost, somebody's happy that they won. That's the press conference.
1: We've got to do better.
0: We're going to get our shit together. we got to tighten up. Defense. We're, we're going to tighten up,
1: or Number 20 we're going to stay tonight.
0: tight <laughs> going into the, the rest of the season. That's the press conference. Thank you. I saved you all 30 fucking minutes. Um here's LeBron. Let me see. I do this just kind of off the cuff, right off of Twitter. Usually with Randall I'm more prepared or he'll have his shit. I don't know. Um let's see. Let's go. Oh, wait a minute. Probably don't want that. Okay. It's not playing. I'm ready. I always have to make sure it's not playing music.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones forum. When the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, It's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's actually about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all made mistakes, I get it. It seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. I love
1: the, the the ending sentence of that. That was amazing. And you like the ending sentence? Yeah. Just I'm disappointed that I, that, that you didn't bring it up. And, and it's not to take a either side on the Kyrie situation. Right. But it's the fact that, like, the media made such a thing about it. Right. And even even what was initially not as big of a deal, what turned into this, the, 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 the explosion with Kyrie – was how much the media started elevating, and then putting him in a position where now he has to give an answer, whether it's a good or bad answer, and and then that outcome is the result of stuff. Right. So how don't come? You don't take that same in, quote investigative approach to to the Jerry Jones to thing. the Jerry situa- Jones situation. Because they don't want it to get out of control. They because just want it to be a well. We talked about it once.
0: Because it's easy to see that there's a correlation between then and now. Like we just unpacked, and that took us all of five minutes. Absolutely. Um, I didn't. It was a lot of, and there was a lot of pushback from some people because uh, LeBron did not necessarily agree with Kyrie uh, with some of the things that Kyrie supported. Um, and but here's the thing, and this is, and this is the problem with comu- This is the problem with us coming together as a community. Is that it's totally it is totally possible to not agree with what Kyrie said.
1: And still support Kyrie. And
0: still well, not even that. It's it it's okay to not agree with what Kyrie said. It's agreed. It's okay to not agree with what Kyrie supported while still pointing out that he is being treated more harshly in the media. Understood. Than Jerry Jones. And this is also considering coming off of the fact that earlier in the year, uh, with the vaccine thing, Stephen A. Smith hounded Kyrie into the depths of hell. I mean, over the over the vaccine shit, and and my thing skip is Skip Bayless too. Skip too, and ESPN. I mean, there was definitely an ESPN mandate to be on Kyrie's ass about this thing.
1: And they were, but they were losing games when he's not around. They, they they he's throwing off the rhythm. I can see that when you try to throw that in, right? But they were they were making a big deal about it. They were making a huge deal about it, and and I think that
0: um, the way they targeted Kyrie, which is why which is why some people have ended up on Kyrie's side, whether they agree with what was going on or not, is because. There was definitely a targeting there. And for an industry, uh, once again, that makes so much of its revenue
1: from the labor
0: off of young black men, yeah, there should be some grace there. And so I appreciate LeBron, whether he agrees with Kyrie or not, highlighting this and... It's just, it's just crazy to me how some of y'all are like, oh, we'll keep the same energy. Oh, well, you know, LeBron's just... I don't... There, there is something about LeBron, the LeBron hate that I don't understand. Because it's very much... Some of y'all very much treat LeBron like some people treat Will Smith. Everything he does must be fake. Everything he does must be a rollout. Eh. And with Will maybe 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 not but i don't i i don't i don't bother with the will stuff because y'all asked for that y'all asked for him to be wholesome
1: yeah i mean and well, you got what
0: you wanted y'all y'all made jada will and jada wholesome y'all made them barack and michelle <laughs> in in culturally
1: yeah so now people that, talk about i want that will and jada love Exactly.
0: Right, so now they used that, to say that, so right? So now that so so now that they take that narrative and flip it and and internalize it, now y'all mad. Uh, so I don't want to hear that shit. And the same thing with LeBron. Y'all elevated LeBron to this status where he has to chime in on everything. Y'all elevated him to this status where he low key rules basketball. So. I don't want so when he uses so when he leverages that urban that legend, has, that clout yeah. that urban legend for something positive, I don't want to hear shit from y'all. Y'all crazy. Um uh speaking of changed behavior Oh, I actually I don't want to move away from Kyrie because we did take last week off. Okay. Uh I did miss out on the hilarity of the black Hebrew Israelites, or as Leticia Swanson would call them, the uh, Purple Power Rangers, oh uh, standing outside of Barclays Center it was in support team. of Kyrie, who wasn't even there.
1: It was like 400 of
0: them, right? It was a ton of them. It, it, this is the most organized I've ever seen, these niggas, man. And if you've, if you've never seen them in action in New York, it is a sight to see. Uh, we don't really have that shit down here, because probably because it's too hot. Um, but they came, they came out there showing, they asked, and they really put Kyrie in a more awkward situation where he has to comment further on it and he didn't want to comment on it.
1: Oh yeah. Did, did you see his response? Like they asked him about it and he was like, I would like to talk about the game. He was like, I just want to <laughs> talk about the game, y'all.
0: <laughs> so now y'all put him in a more awkward fucking situation. Um... And I'm not gonna. There are some things I went into on Patreon during Friday Night Reup, where because they did not help his case. A lot, a lot of what they, a lot of what they were kind of saying, really enforced um, why people are on Kyrie's ass about anti semitism. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we're gonna have to have a real conversation about the excuses for anti semitism in the black community and why we feel. And and while we feel okay with that, and while we sometimes we feel emboldened to to further the narrative, um, I'm not going to do it today, uh, and I'm not going to do it here. I just I don't have the I don't have the the intellectual bandwidth for it today.
1: I could sum it up real quick just by bringing it right back to what we just talked about, the very question that LeBron asked. You get the question of why are we. As as black people mm-hmm. held to one standard, and then another group is not, right? Okay. And so it doesn't matter in terms of playing the the um, who's who's been uh, uh, traumatized, victimized more, right? Like uh-huh. that's it's that's not really the issue. It's sure. The discussion point that I hear anecdotally come up the most mm-hmm. is the treatment when it comes to differing opinions or into situations as they happen. And I think that's why because of our, our hyper awareness to what happens to other people in our culture, we see when things happen to other black men and women. Right. Sure. So we notice that, but then we don't see correspondence to other situations outside of our community. And so there becomes that, that discussion of that. LeBron just asked, how come y'all talk about us, but you don't, Fair enough. you don't say something else. And so that 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 brews animosity. Turning two under is, is turning two
0: marginalized cultures against each other because the only th- Indeed. The, the only thing that races that racist white people hate more than black people is Jewish people. And especially with, the, with the, the Israel politics going on um, in this country, there's definitely a narrative out there to turn black people and Jewish people against each other. And um, I, I guess I will just kind of summarize what we talked about um, on Friday Night Re-Up, which is that at the end of the day, the enemy is white supremacy. And all this, whether on the black side or the Jewish side, stems from white supremacy. And we will never, but one thing we can never do, that will never work is combating white supremacy in the form of anti-Semitism with well, no, we, we can't, we, yeah, we can't combat, white, we can't combat white supremacy in the form of anti-blackness with white supremacy in the form of anti-Semitism. That dog won't hunt. That is literally using the oppressor's tools that are not meant to be used by us. Interesting. It's literally, that y'all are literally using the Killmonger method. (laughs) (laughs) And even Killmonger ended up dead on a mountain crying about the Wakandan sunset. Um... It was a pretty sunset, but I'll and, and I'll just leave it there. Um, also, I'm sorry if it's a spoiler alert. If you still haven't seen Wakanda Forever, I now have lot goals. Killmonger, Killmonger's lock growth is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> you, you like
0: the you like the setup. I do like the setup. I do like the little the little Killmonger man bun. I have goals now. Um, I believe in you thank you I believe in me too uh, what else we got here uh, I don't really want to talk about Blair Underwood um, Co- uh, there seems to be a lot of sports this week Coach Prime might be moving on to Colorado a predominantly white institute
1: that is paying predominantly more money
0: I was going to say also paying predominantly white-ass money. So, and there's been a little discourse about how Coach Prime came in on a narrative of wanting to revolutionize how we do business
1: in HBCU sports. Did he? And I think he has. I Because I, I feel like the the track record there. I I do. I feel he said, "This is what I want to do."
0: He came in and has done everything he set out to do, and he set and he's kind of set in motion a precedent for a different kind of culture
1: to show how a model works. He set up the framework, and the model has worked thus far. He he brought in investment. Um, he's, but he, thirteen and zero. He's thirteen and zero. But
0: now the now the question arises: Is him moving to a predominantly white institute, negating all that. I don't necessarily think it is. Only because at the end of the day, there is a business aspect to be had, and we can't expect everybody to be one of these people that takes it on the chin and takes less money for the culture.
1: Or the culture could start taking the investments that they got and return that into the Uh, source of it. I mean, think about
0: it. But but see, we only have so many. HBCUs can only have so many homecomings to raise alumni revenue.
1: It's not even on that. So one of the numbers I saw floating around earlier today was talking about on the three different home games that Jackson State had, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about the general economy being boosted by $6 million each game. Shit. So it's a lot of fucking money that success rate came with a lot more than just your general boost in homecoming. Right. You know, there was was a lot of financial return of investment from Mm. his efforts to revolutionize the program. And, and that was an immediate success and not just on the, 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 Financial one-offs, but uh-huh. again, the investment into the mindsets, yeah, of those student athletes, yeah, the investment into the legacy of their of their record, yeah. So that's worth. I,
0: I have to admit, I have to admit, that's worth paying somebody some Nick Saban money.
1: I, I would say they find a way to cough up that that extra million. I have to come up off that bread. City can chip in extra million. I'm with it. We can get an extra five million from Brett Favre since he stole it from the I Mississippi. would say we'll take that out of his ass.
0: <laughs>
1: My uh, God. Can can we get that money back since Brett Favre found a way to to get five million siphoned off? Uh can we can we siphon? Oh he some did of that? do that
0: in Jackson, Mississippi. Yes. Okay, yeah. We yeah, we can take it out of his ass.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, For his daughter's school. Show sure did. You sure right. They moved it they moved that money out of Jackson and directed it to Brett Favre's daughter's school
0: but i think if he if he and if it's true if it's confirmed that coach prime is moving on um i, I think he did all i i he, i think he accomplished a lot in a very short amount of time um in terms of setting a new precedent um i can only hope that and it really is up to the culture and up to black people to continue that standard.
1: Yeah. What, um, what, what are some of the things you liked about the standard he set? He seemed, so, everything I know
0: about sports, I know from my father. Okay. Uh, my father was um, kind of a legend at TSU. Okay. Uh, in terms of football, especially. He played both football and basketball, um, but he was definitely most known for football and he played alongside um, uh, Houston Oilers legend Kenny Burroughs, who's my godfather. Mm, mm. Uh, rest, in, uh, rest in peace to him as well. Um, and played alongside Bill Thomas, who was one of the winningest coaches ever in TSU history. And they were one of the winningest teams. And they played under a, a coach. Who I've heard who I who I've heard legend of all my life, mm. who wasn't half as lenient as Coach Prime. Different era. Very different era. So everything I see him doing in terms of how he relates to the to the players, and how sometimes the players need to sit their ass down. Yeah. Like when uh when takeoff got shot. That same uh that that same weekend they were they were coming here to play TSU. Coach Prime told them to sit their ass down. Really. They can leave the hotel.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: You got to sit your ass down. Sometimes you have to be told that. Sometimes it's not and, and I I don't want to get into the respectability politics of anything cuz it wasn't like he was specifically blaming hip hop or anything. But just that
1: shit is hot out here in Houston lately. Yeah, and it's a matter of uh, responsibility. It's just a matter safety. of
0: being responsible, and just sometimes it's time to sit your ass down. And um, I did also, it, it, I did also appreciate the levity he brought to the he he, he brought to the game. Uh, there's a great interview where he was just completely riding the interviewer and was and was like, no 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 no, you didn't talk like that. Because I got I was here with Coach Prime, and, you know, he's like you weren't talking like that before the camera started. Can oh. you talk normal how you talk? Oh wow! Before the interview,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He said this is my on-air personality." Right,
0: and I love that he brought in that he used that he leveraged his celebrity, that he leveraged his good name. Mm-hmm. To bring in quality talent and to inspire quality players to divest and come to these quality schools, you could tell he and you could tell he was doing the right thing because the white schools were mad about it. Nick Saban doesn't never has shit to say about shit, and Nick Saban was mad about it.
1: Oh yeah, because they lost because their, he was doing the same shit that y'all do. So, so with that though, do you think that? They are going to be missing out on recruitment for the following year if they don't have, being if, they don't coach have coach by, Prime. if being by Coach Prime as the luring. Can they, can they say, look, we had a 13-0 season. Come say, join the winning team. I say, is that good enough? I would say, if a winning team is a winning team, and are, are they
0: going to maintain being a winning team without Coach Prime? Time will tell. Mm-hmm. It looks good so far. Um and for a school to have jumped up in visibility, who's jumped up now in alumni participation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and has jumped up in performance on the field and has has a new standard set for performance on and off the field. Because he definitely put some foots in asses when the grades weren't right.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Off and, the field as well. Like and life experiences you know how he brought uh uh Brittany Reiner down to do a speech oh my God he so we and we
0: did talk about that um and I hate that Brittany, Brittany Renner is becoming like a is basically pulling the confessions of an economic hitman <laughs> and flipping this shit. yeah he brought in Brittany Renner to have a lecture discussion. About keeping it in your pants, and not how, getting caught up in the hype, and how some of these groupies are trying are out here trying to get what they can get because she's lived that life,
1: and she around people who do, Eat. like it, it's a
0: whole new program over there, and I don't think that whole new program just goes away in an instant because the co- because the head coach leaves, I don't and it. it, it I think he he put in place a lot of things that would take a long time to dismantle in his
1: absence. Because there are expectations that are now set in momentum.
0: Right. And not only that, there are a lot of times when a a big-name coach will leave somewhere and, you know, an assistant coach Mm -hmm. or a defensive coordinator or whoever will step up in their absence and carry on what they were doing. Gotcha. And a lot of uh, that's how a lot of times, a lot of times quality coaches cut their teeth behind a behind a a, a, a big name coach. Like Kerr.
1: You know, he he was he was behind Popovich.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah.
1: That's true. And then he jumped out Golden State first year and they championship. Bust, busting <laughs> championship. An ass. You're right. You're right. Um, so
0: I can only hope that. The legacy established there, um, the potential for a legacy established there, does not float away in one or two seasons.
1: But is is three years enough to really cement that as a culture? Sure, because you got you got some of the people who come in as freshmen; they still ain't even graduated. Mark, yet. Uh, you know, like, you
0: just mentioned Golden State. Yeah, Mark Jackson. Yeah, he laid the blueprint for that shit. Okay. And in not a whole lot of time. I got you. And that has lasted up until this point. And you now have people like Stephen Curry, Stephen Wardell Curry, who is the easily probably the best shooter in basketball. Maybe top three best shooters ever. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. um, It doesn't take a long time to set down quality groundwork if you come in with a plan knowing what you're doing. Got it. Um, Let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, uh, At least, well, I guess as long as we're on the subject of change behavior. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time. and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this at all. Chris Brown, um, we talked about it a little bit last episode, um, but it has come out since then that uh, he was cut from the AMAs because uh, somewhere along the way, some some one of the big suits was like, we don't want the optics of a documented woman beater um, dancing singing and dancing in tribute to a potential child molester. Got it. I'm not gonna throw any more dirt on Michael Jackson's grave at this point in time. Can we throw it at Chris Brown instead? We can't throw it a little bit at Chris <laughs> Brown. And I'm you sorry, know, I gave up Lala, years ago. Lala definitely made made points of why they feel like it's not fair that there's no that there's that there's no revolving door for forgiveness the way there is with white people. The problem is. Which all word? the white people that are forgiven, like a, a, a name, one big name that came up was like Mark Wahlberg. The white people that are forgiven, at least publicly don't they show changes in behavior. Mm-hmm. It would be one thing. And a lot of because a lot of the people pivoted straight to the Rihanna thing. And they're like, well, that was a long time ago. They made wasn't up since his, then
1: That wasn't his only issue. Let me land. Let sorry. me land. I'm sorry. I got I got, I understand.
0: But, I, let me land. And it was just this whole thing about, well, Rihanna well, you know, it was a long time ago. Um uh Rihanna also uh was physical with him. It was a lot of excuses, a lot of same excuses we got back then. And now this. Well, it was a long time ago. Uh, people can change. We shouldn't be holding one incident against people. Um, we shouldn't be holding one incident against people all their life. On one hand, do I think we should be holding one incident, one incident against people all their life? No. Do I think that we that physical in term in times of physical abuse, um, and sexual assault and things like that. Do I think that deserves extra consideration? One hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. So that's strike one. Strike two. I guess I don't feel so bad because nothing's really happening to him. He just can't sing and dance at this one time at an award show that nobody was going to give a damn about anyway.
1: Exactly. He could easily. He could easily did, it, uh, did it affect his streaming sales.
0: No. He could, he could easily go. He could easily just him and Sierra could do that whole routine uh, in Chris Brown's backyard somewhere. Oh, they could nice pay all those dancers and upload it, it and upload it online for free and get a billion streams on their own. Yeah. So I and so he's not. No one's no one's trying to arrest him. He's not being detained. He's still rich and famous. I don't. If 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 I did that. If I punched a woman in the face at any point in my lifetime, my life is over. Yeah, my life is over as it should be. So I don't feel bad for poor Chris Brown doesn't get to sing and dance this one time. Um, also, as fluent um, alluded to, it's not the only incident
1: because we're talking about changed behavior. The and there behavior hasn't and there has been none has not changed.
0: And his I'm, own baby, his own baby mother has several restraining orders against him.
1: And I, and and here is the thing: I am gonna, I'm gonna speaking from a firsthand personal experience. This is mm-hmm. not a hearsay of what people should do in a hypothetical situation. Right, right. So, me, anger issues person who would take things out violently on other people, right, had to go to therapy and to learn how to restrain and to work through these issues. Okay, and self control. Okay. I've had to go back and walk things back to make sure that I don't get to a position like that again, because my parents had to separate me and my brother because they thought at one point I might actually kill him. Like I didn't I just Shit. put his face through a bed or well. the bed through his face. Like that was when I was a child, right. I had to learn some things and we talking about what's the difference between a 14 year old and Jerry Jones. Where does that behavior stand? Right. Right. And you talk about Chris Brown versus now. Where does that behavior stand? So, in the in the situations, is how do you address a similar topic? How do you adjust the 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 boundaries for yourself? How do you You're address uh, uh, the empathy for other people that are going through situations that you put somebody else through? Right. Do you take any type of ownership and accountability with that and sensitivity with that? That's how I mark change behavior in other people because that's what I've had to go through for myself. Be going, in, son. So if you don't see that in your your platform, I'm not saying that everyone needs to publicly flaunt, "Hey, right. I went to therapy, I did this." That's that's between right. you and your own development and the people that you've affected, right? But when you are in a public platform, then yes, you need to show public change in order to make sure that 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 your status is not affected by what you did in private.
0: And not only that, people that are new to the conversation get to interrogate that kind of shit when they stumble onto it. Yeah. People that weren't aware of Chris Brown or Rihanna around that time or were too young to really know about that, when they come into their own and they come across these things because, once again, the internet is not written in pencil... They get to interrogate that. They get to interrogate that, and sometimes you're gonna have. Sometimes you're gonna have to look at an old situation and go, even e, even if it's not assault. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just gonna you're gonna have to take on take it on the chin. And that's part of redemption and be and being having the emotional intelligence to go. That was a long time ago. This happened, and I, I can be very candid this this that and the third this this and this happened i went through these steps uh after that to improve my behavior i went to therapy i went to i did whatever whatever it was that i did i went through that mm-hmm. and um i'm i definitely don't advocate for i i've I, and i've i'm atoning every day since then and i do not advocate for that kind of behavior
1: and actually mean it and mean like, it for a change you know p- People should be able to, this is where it's interesting when it comes to actions speak louder than words, because your words will give your actions context, right? Right. Correct. So if you do the actions, then now you have words that can frame what those actions of redemption were. Correct. People may not always see those actions, but if you've actually done the work, you can point to it. Right. If you're not actually doing anything and you're just giving lip service as to why you should still give me money, why you should still support me, put me on a stage, blah blah blah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not with that. I don't. I don't. I don't follow them enough to care.
0: Yeah. Um, I I did also want again this is an, and this is another one of those situations that's just funny. Good morning, America. So now we have to file. We have to file television co-anchors next to call center operators, next to target employees, next to teachers under the long list of vocations where everyone is secretly fucking.
1: I didn't know that was a secret.
0: (laughs) So, TJ, TJ Holmes... And I, I don't, Amy something, some white woman that he co-anchors with on Good Morning America because I don't fucking watch Good Morning America. Um, as it turns, both married. Both have been fucking each other. Both have been caught red-handed. Oh. Oh, you didn't know about this at all? No. The co-anchors of Good Morning America are fucking. Uh, we know this now because his wife, um basically uh, i believe a black woman mm. hired private investigators mm. to follow him around mm. and the evidence is outstanding this it's is- not it, it, it's like watching cheaters all the i knew right away oh she hired somebody this is cheaters level footage oh man it's a little oh it's a little, oh it's pictures of him uh him helping her to her car but she's she's getting something out of the trunk and grabbing her ass they're holding hands while they while they at lunch. Oh, they were fucking fucking. And what's so funny about it is people have gone through Twitter. You know, Twitter, you know, Twitter, you know, everybody turns into a fucking private investigator on Twitter.
1: Hey, look, Twitter, Twitter'll get you very much caught up.
0: Twitter has gone back through all the footage of them on Good Morning America and just look and just and just cherry picked countless scenes of
1: sexual tension between these two. That's exactly what I wanted to know. I was like, now you got me interested in, you can go on Twitter, these episodes, you could
0: go on Twitter and just put TJ Holmes. There's tons of video montages of clear sexual tension where somebody was like, Oh, y'all were fucking fucking. Oh, wow. There's a great, there's a great scene of them in the green room. And this is what told me they were fucking. Was there a black couch? There was a couch, I believe. He was so he's all lean. So he he had the he had the I'm over here to fuck posture. And he had his little workout, he had his little workout outfit on. And he's all slouched down on the couch. Everybody's got that little slouched down on the couch. I'm probably fucking tonight. <laughs> posture. You know when you know when you had a house get together? I have and, to, I have and to just practice my, my slouch. And mysteriously, and, and mysteriously that one nigga got there before everybody. Mysterious. And we didn't even know he was coming. Mm. And he and he just in and he just in sweats or the basketball shorts. That's what it was. He had the I'm fucking basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and he was all slouched down on the couch. Yeah. Waiting on he he had that I'm waiting on everybody to leave so I can fuck posture. i
1: uh, yeah. Okay. I I've been there. I know I've been that there. one Um you know what's even funnier though when you go to the party and you see that one one guy doing the 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 slouch posture talking about i'm waiting for everybody to leave but then there's two other guys doing the same thing oh yeah are they waiting
0: each other out <laughs> they don't know
1: i <laughs> definitely did that i <laughs> definitely
0: definitely did that at a um at one of my one of my old jobs i did de- we we had a we had a holiday party and I was I was definitely waiting there were definitely at least two or three people waiting each other out for various reasons. And I just decided I didn't want to I didn't feel like being in the running and it was already two o'clock in the morning and I had to be at work. So I said, fuck it. And walk and she walked me out and and the next morning it occurred to her, she came over to me and was like, Did I miss an opportunity? <laughs> which was fine with me because that just means there could be another one um but like but yeah oh yeah when you look through all the all the footage oh there's one where it was his birthday and they're break, and she goes well i know you don't like cake so i made you some pies it was like Oh, it was a bunch. It was like pecan pie, lemon meringue pie. It was it was four or five various different pies with with a with candles and happy birthday in his name and shit. And I was like, oh, she baking shit out of her house. (laughs) (laughs) They fucking fucking they fucking fucking. And she's never and you she's never had black dick before.
1: Wait, wait. I mean, how do you know?
0: White women step up. White women step up when they've never had black dick before, and the experience was choice.
1: The experience was choice. Okay. No,
0: somebody experienced in black... No, no. A white woman experienced in black dick ain't just ma- ain't just baking every pie known to man <laughs> because they know you don't like cake. And she made sure everybody knew, well, because I know you don't like cake. Like, you know these intimate things about him just, as, just from y'all talking in between segments, my yeah. nigga. Yeah, no. And... Uh, no, y'all fucking that, fucking.
1: That's that pillow talk conversation. Right, right. That's that's a, what you want to do uh after we link up next time conversation.
0: And also he's a dude with a lot of and as a as another dude with a lot of bass in his voice that commonly has to code switch between that has had to quote code, code switch between corporate America and um, you know, everyday living.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: He definitely was fucking fucking because he would talk to her. Sometimes he'd get that little basin. He get, he get that little black base in his voice. There was, they, they showed us, they showed a the thing where they were, uh, they, of course you have to do the obligatory, bring on a cooking expert. And they brought all the kitchen shit out. And the white woman was like, she was trying to, she was trying to school him on something. Yep. Oh, this is almond flour. And, the, and he looks over and he turns from his, um. Uh, his deep voice, anchor voice to uh Can you let her can can you let her do this? Can you let the expert that we brought on do this, please? Thank you. I was like, Oh, he went nigga on her. Oh boy. Oh, she and she liked that shit too. Oh, he talked to me so crazy. Oh y'all fucking fucking. <laughs> y'all were fucking fucking Oh, they dragging them so bad. It's hilarious.
1: All I'm gonna say is I'm not advocating for cheating, but everyone should learn how to lose a tail. You should not have a private <laughs> how to lose it. <laughs> private investigator should not just be able to follow you any old any, any old, old where. Like That's you need true. to be aware of your surroundings. Have you, you know got? Have, have like, you gotten caught up on the job? Have I got? No, I work at it. Not this one. W- not what? this job oh which which job
0: like I'm, it doesn't matter to me i'm just asking in general
1: uh let's see oh well you yeah. well, you haven't
0: had a whole lot of vocations prior to
1: no no i have the one vocation which is the career okay the, fair uh, enough
0: okay okay i will then i will mind my
1: business i, um, I but if you if you consider poetry a yes a job yes
0: i already know that story <laughs> I already i already know those stories
1: it, there are there are many caught up <laughs> conversations that that have happened when I was younger. You know what? I speaking of, I have to apologize for something. What's that? This is a long time ago,
0: and you probably don't even remember. So, I'm using yes, I'm using my platform on air to apologize to a dear friend. He doesn't remember this. Um, we were at Kyle Blue's first ever. It was. I think it was his first band from stage. This okay. was downtown band from stage. At um, uh, I forgot what it was called. I forgot what that spot was called. We were always over there for uh Caesar's thing. Yes, Black House, Black House. It was not a Black House night, but he was he was premiering he was, there.
1: He was doing it there. It was uh on Main Street.
0: Yes. So, you were there. A lady friend of yours was there, and so. I forgot. We were sitting it was me, you, Amanda, LA, a few people. Mm-hmm. We were all sitting around chopping it up. And we knew what the story was with y'all. Everybody knew. Mm-hmm. We also knew that she in and, and I was drunk. They brought me there. I was drunk. hmm And I was going through a thing. I had just gone through a very nasty semi public breakup. Breakup. I don't remember. And I had not left the house for days. And they demanded that I take a shower, put the bottle down, leave the house. So they brought me. We're proud of you. I was wasted. I was still wasted. She said something ridiculous.
1: As she does.
0: As she tended to.
1: (laughs) She was notorious for saying things that were ridiculous.
0: And out loud, I said... What are you doing with this dumb bitch? That was stupid. I was so drunk; it was wrong of me. But I, I, I. What are you? That was stupid. What are you doing? What is happening here? And Amanda, Ellie were like, "You can't do that." And, and then you have not only not only because right now I got to defend the ridiculous because, <laughs> shit. That she not said. Only, right, not only because it's rude, but because I was I was acting like I was whispering, but everybody heard it. Nah,
1: everybody, and
0: everybody was trying to act like they, and, and so people trying to act like they didn't hear it, and it's like, hey, you put your man in a fucked up situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what although from what I understand, it did not stop the pussy. Um. I apologize. That was terrible.
1: It's okay. I appreciate. It. I appreciate the apology.
0: Part of being I accept the apology. Part of being a dumbass. Part of being a dumbass drunk, especially over some chick, is you have to make amends. I never made those amends. I'm making them now. Almost ten years. Almost ten years later.
1: Look, Bean said the same thing and stands by it to this day. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Of course he does.
1: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I meant what I said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you always have to have one of those. Um, oh man, so so yeah. Well, no, again, I'm not. I'm not going to blow up your spot about. I know all the poetry, all the on job poetry stories.
1: Um, there's a, there's a look. I'm just gonna say one of the interesting things about. Being a poet in the artist life is one. We're all kind of drawn to each other anyway. Yep. Uh, whether we are directly interacting or you just meet somewhere else out in the city and then discover, hey, I'm already attracted to this person, and then they end up being another artist. Uh, Correct. It's kind of like the way Houston works, right? Big city, small village. Um, so there's a lot of cross pollination between these beautiful flowers.
0: Cross pollination.
1: Um, and you know, you you if you are not in a structured Defined relationship. Uh, They're fine. They're fine. I'm sorry, my Siri just kicked on, started talking. Uh, let me rephrase that again. If you are not in a defined relationship, structured right. with boundaries, communication, correct, and you are dating an artist, expect art to happen. <laughs> oh shit. What a delicate way of putting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 all I mean. So when I was younger, I did not understand how to communicate boundaries and expectations better, and that's how I got caught up into ah. situations. Now that I'm a bit more mature, part of those communications of expectations and boundaries is also being able to say, nah, we don't need to right. make art tonight.
0: <laughs>
1: make art. Oh, man. I'll never
0: forget it. I'll never forget. I was there many a times when
1: art was being no well no,
0: I was there <laughs> many a times when uh uh Tova be on the fucking phone uh chastising you for <laughs> for entertaining that girl.
1: Look, I was I was chastised by many. I there were I a million not care. There
0: were a many a nights I had to sit through that lecture.
1: Look, top five, top five. Top five, what? Look. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Top five. Fair enough. Look, we'll there, leave it there. There are some some justifications that uh, you know you you ask why does somebody make dumb decisions, and and i made you know.
0: equally dumb decisions.
1: Hey, um,
0: it was worth it. Yeah, the, yeah, I'll, yeah. We'll leave it there. Uh, that's a great place to take a quick break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You're listening to Sober Conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we're back. We're black. We're opinionated, and we are fully hydrated this time with myself and uh, Jeremiah, aka the Fluent One. Yeah. Always happy to have him. I try. Um. It is time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Indeed. White people are acting a fucking fool, and it, it only gets worse when the, when when election season starts heating up.
1: <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, it's been hilarious.
0: Uh, I found this headline via the Root: Man pleads guilty to burning cross on on his yard to threaten black neighbors. The increasing hate the uh, the increasing hate crimes against black the black community has been ongoing concern. So to me, the most despicable aspect is a, uh, of the spike is that some of the most hateful acts that used to, threaten, used to threaten black people during the Jim Crow era have now resurfaced. Axel C. Cox, 24, 24 years old, my God, certainly took inspiration from history when he attempted to terrorize his black next-door neighbors. According to the Department of Justice, Cox admitted to gathering his supplies to put together a cross, uh, propping it on his yard and dousing it in motor oil to set it on fire. Uh, he pleaded guilty to burning a cross on his front lawn to intimidate black neighbors, per a Department of Justice announcement. The DOJ said he violated the Fair Housing Act and committed a hate crime as he used racially derogatory remarks during the commission of the crime. Oh. The only argument in his defense was that he, quote, overreacted. Following the shoot, the fatal shooting of his dog, per the Sun Herald, uh, were the black people next? Do- were the black people next door the ones responsible? There is no evidence so far of that. Burning across invokes a long, painful history, uh, particularly in Mississippi, of intimidation and impending physical violence against black people," said Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division. The Department of Justice will continue to prosecute those who use racially motivated violence to drive people away from their houses, from their homes, or communities. Uh, okay, so. This is what I mean about election season. The racism just gets more overt. Okay. The racism just gets... It, it, the racism just really... it. it the blinders are off, the the gloves are off. Nobody's pretending to be anything anymore. Nobody. It, it's it's not it's not cargo shorts and tiki torches anymore.
1: But you know it's 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 it's, it's they're already preparing for twenty twenty four. Yeah,
0: and the and I'm it's it's if you've read enough sci fi and fantasy. The underlings always start doing more and more fuckery in preparation of the, ri- the rise of the Dark Lord.
1: Who's the Dark Lord? Trump. He's not. Trump will still skin. You think he's gonna rise? Yes. It's more like the pumpkin falling down the other side well, of the hill. Well,
0: what I mean is, I do believe that if the Democrats don't get some spine. That yes, I believe the Dark Lord, uh I, I believe the Dark Lord Voldemort. This is exactly remember I don't remember which Harry Potter movie it was. But I remember I just remember there was a big festival going on, everybody's turned up, everybody's having a good time. And the Death Eaters show up just fucking shit up. They didn't really have a plan. They just showed up burning everything and fucking shit up. Mm. And and you could and it was it was far enough along in the movies that we were anticipating so, Voldemort's return.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think that was like the um, the fifth movie. Like talking about we would start the Quidditch tournament at the beginning. Goblet of Fire. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, and so they just started fucking shit up. We see it again in the Middle Earth in, in the Middle Earth saga. Niggas started whiling more and more. When they knew Sauron was on the rise.
1: I mean, Sauron took a long time to rise, though.
0: So it was a lot of fuckery. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. And so this is all just a prequel to the fuckery that's going to take place in
1: 2023.
0: Okay. It's all a prequel.
1: I don't know. I I think... I think the pumpkin is moving himself into an interesting corner because unlike before he doesn't have the room to jab indiscriminately before he could, because he was just riding off, excuse me. He was riding off of that celebrity only take. Mm -hmm. Now he's got political clout behind him, which should help. The problem is he used that clout to put himself into a deeper corner well, with he multiple is,
0: investigations. So, well, I agree that he's going to have a harder time, especially now that uh, we have seen, a, that we have in in this past, in the midterms, we have seen um, a bigger number than suspected of uh, Trump supporters um, being ousted.
1: Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I'm going is like, even the first rise back in 15 not the not the 16 election but the the big thing was him coming up through the Republican primaries in 15 and knocking out Jeb Bush right mm-hmm. knocking out some of those other more viable candidates you had people like McConnell and other leaders of the Republican Party who did not want to align with them but they wouldn't stand against them they were like we're going right. to see where the wind blows and then right. we just going to use this this momentum for our advantage and they didn't get to use as much advantage as they thought they were going to they That's
3: got true. all their
1: they got all their judges in they got their judge picks in that was like their big success right. but now they're like, we don't think we can sustain this kind of momentum. And it's not like they ever wanted him in the first place. Mm-hmm. So now they got the, the position where, hey, he's making enough mistakes where if we say we don't stand with him, we're not going to be ostracized for it. We're not right. going to get hurt for it. And especially after this last midterm where you had, like you said, so many of his hand-picked nominees not making it through, now they can say even though they they made it through the the, the primary – we can go ahead and say, "No, nah, no, nah, this isn't going to be good because we don't need these Trump-backed people for the general election." So they already preparing for that's true. that to, st- to to drop them. They they're going to have somebody. They want DeSantis to be Trump two but Jesus Christ, um,
0: I and that's and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't I don't think he has the political clout or muscle to really. Make that happen. I, 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 I don't see that. I don't see him being, he's not that crazy.
1: Who He's just
0: terrible. Yeah, he's not crazy. He's just awful.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, send your racist stories, send your real-life racist encounters, along with your listener letters. Questions for myself and D. Randall or anyone or any of my guest hosts that you hear on this podcast, please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com or log into opinionswildblack.com where you can find uh, ways to listen to us, more information about Houston's Most Savage Podcast, uh, ways to buy merch, and ways to become a patron, um, and ways to become a subscriber to our Patreon series, which features bonus content, content, uh, bonus content exclusive merch and uh exclusive discord access cannot stress the merch thing enough it's hoodie season guys it's hoodie get season. your hoodies get your hoodies 20 i believe as we're speaking still 20 percent off um uh, if not i believe i have another sale coming up get your hoodies get your merch uh pick yourself out pick out something nice um, make sure to tag us on social media when it arrives. We'll be back with the with your with the listener letter and the top three STFUs. You are listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And for a change, we are not drunk. We are, in fact, hydrating.
1: Hydrating with the um, good waters.
0: With the good water. With the good quality water. Uh, good quality Texas water. Um, time for your listener letters. Uh, I have one, actually, from D. Randall. Every, for, for those of y'all who don't know... Just because D Randall is off uh, doing his thing with uh, Radio Galaxy, um, working on their content. By the way, uh, new Radio Galaxy in twenty twenty three. Their new single is available on Spotify. Um, definitely check that out. Um, he will appear if you conjure him in the Discord, and just and and just be a fucking menace. And just go off about random shit?
1: Got to join the Discord.
0: But you have to join the Discord for that, uh, which means becoming a patron. Um, Let's see. Uh, D. Randall wants to know, can you explore the two sides? And this is a little old, but considering that we're coming out of the midterm elections and um, uh, Georgia is still. Doing a runoff. I would say they're, uh, they're still fighting the good fight. Uh, uh, this I thought this was appropriate. Can you explore the two sides of the shut the fuck up spectrum? Whereas on one side, you have Letitia Wright, who almost fumbled the bag in the most major way. After being called out, she successfully shut it the fuck up and may have redeemed herself in Wakanda forever. On the other hand, you have Killer Mike, who attempted to shut the fuck up for a bit, He came back with trigger warning, which was a good step in the right direction, but now that midterms have come around, he's unshut the fuck up and is now trying to find common ground with Encino Man, a.k.a. Herschel Walker. Please discuss. So, for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, um, right before um, the initial midterm elections, they are currently in a runoff, um, uh, Herschel Walker and uh, uh, Raphael Warnock. Um Killer Mike sat down and interviewed Herschel Walker mm. for some reason to try This is well and this is the problem with Killer Mike. Killer Mike probably has the best of intentions but shows up in all the wrong ways and this doesn't look good on and this and this didn't look good on his on his track record, considering that before that, he showed up talking to and honestly, in some ways in the interview, caping for Brian Kemp, mm. uh, who defeated Stacey Abrams, um, who is, from what I can from what I've heard, a, com- a plague upon Georgia. Um,
1: I-, I thought he was originally supporting Abrams in her campaign. Didn't they do some joint? He, his
0: version of support. He's one of these people. And this is the problem with the shut the fuck up spectrum. He's one of these people that feels like we live in a time where reasonable discourse can still be had with these people. He's one of these people that is always reaching out to the other side, but and there's nothing wrong, there's nothing necessarily wrong with reaching out to the other side. There's not necessarily anything wrong with talking to people whose views don't necessarily align with yours.
1: I thought we were coming to the middle.
0: We're coming to the middle. The problem is when it's always you coming to the middle mm. and them never coming to the middle. And this is why people don't talk to them anymore, that other side of the aisle. Um, politically, is because it seems like the middle is always where we're already... Sta- is always where they're already standing. There's never any movement from the other side. Mm. I guarantee you he went to Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp didn't go to Killer Mike. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guarantee you that he went to Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker didn't go to Killer Mike.
1: Does Herschel Walker know who Killer Mike is?
0: Herschel Walker doesn't know what what day it is right now he thinks it's still daytime
1: that's understandable
0: um and we saw this before when killer mike went to um the nra to talk to them in the last election season and and more or less got played like a fucking sucker and this is the problem is that you have and you have people out there like that like van Lathan. Um, who uh, I'm always in admiration of uh, for doing a level of podcasting that I'm just I just do not have the mental bandwidth for. Um, he very regularly brings on guests on his podcast and talks to the other side of situations. The problem is he doesn't. He knows how to do it on his terms. Mm-hmm. He knows how to control a conversation. Challenge them. He knows how to challenge people's ideas respectfully. Mm-hmm. And he knows when, when to when to tap out and when to just go, ah, nothing. Thank you for coming. Nothing can be won here. Um, he knows basically he knows how not to be played like a fucking sucker. Killer Mike doesn't have that. He proved that with the NRA situation. He's always going to the other side, and the other side is never never. There's never any give on their side.
1: So what was the result with uh, Herschel Walker? Then? It was just
0: stupid and unproductive. There was no, re- they didn't really, uh, I can't really s- necessarily say they played him, but we could have told him that there wasn't going to be no productive talking there.
1: I mean, there's a little bit of productivity you can get in an interview out of that, though. Um, one, who is cooler? Vampires or werewolves? <laughs>
0: You know what? When even Barack Obama is getting his jokes off on you, man, that's when it's time to shut the fuck up. They 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 have to keep Herschel Walker away from Mike's at every possible opportunity.
1: They and it mostly. And here's the thing. It's easy to dump on him because of some of the outlandish ridiculous things he says, but I finally saw a soundbite where he was talking <clears throat> some type of a policy that seemed coherent and and intentional.
0: It's been fed to him.
1: I know it has been fed to him, but if he actually stayed on that, it would be an easier sell, right? The problem then becomes a lot of the uh, and the, I, I don't know. I always have mixed feelings with the with dumping on him because it's 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 pretty clear from CTE right, right. effects and to. Even even when I don't like when when other black men just be saying stupid wild stuff, I just don't like I don't know in the public discourse of of us dumping on each other. Keep that in our in our own, you know. I agree with that. In but but Herschel Walker
0: doesn't I agree with that,
1: but Herschel Walker doesn't want to keep it in the locker
0: room. That's that's true. And again, that it's another instance of there has to be some give and take on both sides. There has to be if I'm if, if I'm if I'm coming to the middle, you have to be meeting me there. Herschel Walker doesn't do that because the party won't allow for it. Yeah, and oh yeah, I mean they're, the they're, whole reason he's allowed to cook the way he does is because the part they know he's stupid, and the party keeps him insulated. Yeah, and they have to keep him insulated or he'll go off mission.
1: Which is why you got Lindsey Graham and Ted oh, Cruz God. doing interviews with them, and Lindsey Graham crying. <laughs> on fuck. TV <laughs> fuck because he cares so much about there being black Republicans
0: all of a sudden yeah whatever
1: Herschel Walker is the God. reason we will Jesus have more Christ. black Republicans Dr. King died
0: for the man fuck off guys Um, uh, thanks Randall for that one Um, he always knows how to toss a, how to toss a good alley-oop uh, black at gmail.com is where you need to be if you want to if you got any listener letters you want to talk to us about um also find us find us on social media we're not hard to find ever um go to opinionswhileblack.com it definitely has all my social medias where you can hit me up um it is time for the top 3 STFUs. who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck, shut up? The fuck up number 3 oh boy Elon Musk
1: number three (laughs) I'm wait I'm surprised already (laughs) Elon
0: Musk has to stop trying to be charming on Twitter he has to stop trying to be charming about Twitter get a handler for the love of God find a Jamal immediately yeah find a Jamal especially if you're going to talk to or about black people I don't remember exactly what it was that uh, Elon Musk said, um, addressing uh, black employees, um, referencing black employees.
1: Oh lord, I must have missed this one. I remember it was awful. It. it I remember
0: is. he does. It, he's not charming. You have to, and and part of part of being a public figure like that is knowing your strengths and weaknesses. One of the things that I would say as a Jamal, if you're not charming, don't try to be charming. Um, Yeah. If you're a weirdo who benefited from apartheid, keep being a weirdo who benefited from apartheid. At least you're honest.
1: Yeah. But... Le- lean lean into that and and stick to your strengths but
0: people who are not charming should not try and they shouldn't try on the backs of cracking jokes to or about black people find your hire find a jamal man really i, I mean and and i i don't want to dump on somebody who has aspergers but you can have mental health issues you can have i I don't know I don't know if I would call it a disability. You could have those things and be an asshole completely separate from that, yeah, so I don't really feel bad for Elon,
1: especially when you're the richest person in the world,
0: especially when you're the richest person in the world who has benefited financially from apartheid and um yeah, no, I don't feel bad for you, especially when especially when you've uh taken something that's maybe one of the one of the greatest techn- technological tools. Uh, of the digital social media era and devolved it into fuck shit.
1: In the name of free speech.
0: In the name of free speech. No, I don't feel bad for you. So Elon Musk just has to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Number two. I have this written down differently on my list, but I'm switching it up a little bit. Number two is Stephen A. Smith. Ooh. Um... The hairline, the hairline that tanked a thousand networks. Um, Stephen A. Smith was uh, was once again caping for Jerry Jones.
1: Ah,
0: uh, yeah, it happened. Yep, yeah, buddy. Um, basically, uh, we uh, I I think it's nasty that you that people have dug up something that happened when he was fourteen. It's so nasty that he's dug up. I I. I I like Jerry Jones, and I think he, and I think he's a changed man since then.
1: Oh no, no, nah. Stephen,
0: nah. sir, the same the same nigga who knee uh who who told everybody he wasn't gonna have any of that Colin Kaepernick kneeling bullshit. Yep. that guy, he's changed.
1: He has not.
0: New like- age plantation owner. Nah, nah, buddy. And I realize that it's not all Stephen A's fault because. When you're paid when you're one of the highest paid people in sports entertainment, you're basically you're basically uh, in journal in terms of journalism, making yourself the face of a lot of bad takes and a lot of bad thoughts on the part of the network.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, that, that opinion that he has just ends up being so wishy washy in in when it comes to the political issues. And he's like, so
0: insulated, he doesn't have to worry about it bringing down his uh, bringing down his image because his image is already based on him saying stupid shit. And his image is already insulated by the fact that he is one of the highest paid um, personalities in sports media at this time. Uh, however, culturally speaking, we have to come to the conclusion, we have to stop defending Stephen A., and we have to come to the, conclu- the conclusion that He is a full-fledged, off-code coon. Oh, no. Spray something on your hairline and shut the fuck up.
1: Shut the fuck up!
0: And the number one person who should shut the fuck up, I am calling an audible.
1: Oh, boy. Is Is it who I think it is?
0: Is Kanye Omari West. Audible call. Kanye Omari West is at is at his wits' end at this point. Desperation has reached an all time high. You know, desperation has reached an all time high when you go from being on Drink Champs, one of the one of the most popular podcasts in the culture, one of the most pop- popular podcasts in the country,
2: mm-hmm.
0: to making appearances. On Infowars, one of the most batshit, one of the most batshit public access-looking shows on the face of the earth.
1: Facing a nine hundred million dollar lawsuit.
0: Also with a guy who's facing a nine hundred dollar lawsuit uh, because he thought because he made he made jokes and uh, conspiracy theories at the expense of murdered of murdered people and children and you, and not only that, you go on the show dressed like, uh, dressed like you have Tony Stark uh, hostage in a cave in the desert.
1: Oh no, that that outfit was wild.
0: And then you tell people that you quote love Hitler.
1: Yeah, he, he he was tripping.
0: There's no middle ground there. And a lot of you dumbasses are still defending him, saying things like, "Well, what's the difference between Hitler between the de, be, between defending Hitler and uh, defending America that was builded that was founded by slave owners?" The answer to that is none. There is no difference. The difference in how we but the difference in how we process it though is that we have been processing. We have been processing the dichotomy of living in a country built by slave owners for years. We have been unpacking that for years, mm-hmm. generations. for generations, in fact. We have, been, uh, we have been unpacking that since before the Civil Rights Movement. There doesn't need to be any unpacking of how inherently evil Hitler was. Hitler is remembered exactly how he wants to be remembered. I mean, Hitler meant everything he said and believed with his whole chest he wrote a whole book that we still read and unpack to this day
1: that details how that details evil he was going to be
0: that details every inch of of his of his worldview of evil
1: so there's, there's an old. We don't system.
0: need to unpack Hitler anymore. We don't need to find both. There are no both sides to Hitler.
1: Just, just look at what the Germans do. The Germans just straight up. Hey, we know this happened. Erase. We not, we not supporting any of this. We, we not giving any credence, any platform to this ideology, to the memorabilia of it. We don't need statues like we be having Confederate statues down here. None. Nah, they got all of that taken down. So Good. if, if the if his own country ain't messing with Doesn't him like that. Doesn't fuck with him. Then there ain't even no reason we need to be like, oh, well, there is still some good things. There's, right. There's no, at this point, there is no
0: discussion that has yet to be had that still needs to be had about Adolf Hitler. And there's no need to try to find a sunnier side to him or defend him.
1: I mean, he was a vegetarian and a painter. So was George Bush. <laughs> um, exactly.
0: And and not only that, he ended the same day that he went on InfoWars. He ended the same day with, oh, by the way, Chris Paul fucked my wife. And then got suspended off of Twitter again.
1: All all within a matter of hours. 24 hours. I...
0: First of all, if that's not true, that Chris Paul fucked Kim Kardashian, that's nasty. That's a nasty. That's a that's a nasty at this point in our in black culture's relationship with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. That's a nasty body to put on Chris Paul. Oh yeah. And if it is true, it is the funniest shit I have ever heard.
1: Well, did you see the the throwback meme with Drake wearing uh the Chris Paul jersey? No. No. Yeah, that's hilarious. Somebody said this gives this uh this image a little more context now, right? Because oh, <laughs> it was when uh yeah Drake and Kanye was beefing.
0: Let me tell you something. The fir- when they said that, I couldn't I couldn't do anything but laugh because the first thing I I had in my head was that he was being a good neighbor. <laughs> Kim Kardashian sang the- Kim Kardashian sang the jingle at the right moment, and poof, Chris Paul appeared in her pussy
1: just Jake from State Farm.
0: <laughs> I'm just Jake from State Farm. <laughs> oh man, but honestly, I only put him on the list. And the re- and the only reason I put him on the list is because it's funny. It's funny. The whole rollout is funny because this is the height of desperation. He has no black people anymore. He has no black figures anymore that he can come crawling to for um, validation. for validation or sympathy we won't be seeing him on drink champs ever again we won't be seeing him on any, on any of the uh on any he probably will not be on Joe Budden he won't be on any of the top podcasts maybe he well charlemagne has no shame so he might show up on the breakfast club um but other than that we're certainly at a point where he has chosen his side. And not only that, he went on that show with Nick Fuentes, a documented neo Nazi.
1: Yeah.
0: And Milo y- Yamalama Lama Ding Dong.
1: Who, who, who especially doesn't, I don't understand. Is a well that documented up. lunatic. I don't know how the two of them even paired up because Milo's just like money opportunity. I'm Correct. Not Kanye, but for the most part, I can't stand you niggas. So we're
0: at a point now where Kanye has unequivocally chosen his side and is talking to and with people that we never need to be associated with let me tell you something and, and and my main shut the fuck up for him at this point is the same one that I have for anyone who talks to Alex Jones stop because before when Joe Budden had a had fought, fell out with Alex Jones whether he was right or wrong, whether whether his point take on Alex Jones was right or wrong, I want people to stop talking to Alex Jones because whoever talks to Alex Jones next, it's the highest platform he's ever gotten and doesn't deserve. Joe Budden yeah. having Alex Jones' name in his mouth was officially the highest platform Alex Jones would ever have. Alex Jones is not an A-list. He's C List at best, who just keeps whose name just keeps looking into A and B list mouths.
1: I mean, you, you still got a what's what I call it? The Mike Pillow and and what's his name? Uh Bannon supporting him. Well, Steve
0: Bannon well, Steve Bannon needs all the friends he can get to put money on his commissary. <laughs> uh and the my pillow and the my pillow guy probably needs a go fund me at this point. Um all that to say Kanye Omari West, for the love of God, wash those masks. That's what I tell anybody who washes who has a mask on all the time: wash your fucking mask, take a nap, take your prescribed medication, and shut, the fuck, shut up. the fuck up. It's we've we finally we've reached it. We've reached the apex at which we don't need to engage Kanye anymore. And maybe we're not engaging him anymore. We're just laughing at him, which is no, fine.
1: No, no, you still got some people out here defending his genius.
0: You just Oh, he's got a plan. Y'all just don't know what – y'all just they, don't understand.
1: They defending the genius. And Fuck off. They defending the Hitler and running circles trying to make themselves – Feel good about their allegiance to to an artist that they enjoy listening to music from. Suck my fucking dick.
0: Fuck off, all the way off, all of you.
1: Fluent, have we done a podcast? I think we've done a podcast.
0: We've done a podcast, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so. Uh, thank you so much for the continued support. Thank you so much for the continued uh, patronage. Um, like I said, I'm getting the I'm getting all the merch out as quickly as possible now that I actually understand how Patreon fucking works. Hey. Uh, it's all a learning experience. Uh, but we're going to get that stuff to y'all as quickly as possible. Um uh, let's see. Do I have any more church announcements? I'm kind of going to be playing this month by ear in terms of uh, cuz it's the holidays. Um in in terms of guest hosting um y'all might hear me do an episode solo uh I don't know we're gonna see how that works out um if I do it solo I can tell you now it won't be two hours um but um I do thank y'all for um sticking with us Randall is hard at work uh will be back he will definitely be back soon he definitely hears all the. Uh, he looks at all the numbers. He still looks at he still listens to all the episodes. Um so he thinks it's going well. So that's enough for me. Um Fluent, I would like to thank you for being here again.
1: Man, I love being here.
0: I'd love you being here, man. I love it being was, black.
1: I love being opinionated. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about.
0: I love that's being what, wild. That's what I. That's 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 the kind of enthusiasm I love out of my community, um, and it's great to have such a good community that wants to come in and uh, chop it up with the with the people's champ. Um, we'll be back uh, most likely next week with more foolishness and more fuckery. Um, until then, this has been episode two hundred and six of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I'm the fluent one. And as always, imparting titties.